Hello and welcome to another episode of A Way to Heal Utah. I'm your host, Dave Meekham, and it's such a pleasure to be here today and to bring to you two fantastic people that we don't get to hear from very often, but it's a real treat to have them here. Rebecca Fronberg from the HEAL program at DHHS. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning, Dave. Thanks for being here today. And we also have Paula Scott, who is the program director of EFNEP. And Paula, thanks for being here today. And thank you. First off, help us understand what EFNEP is. So FNEP is a community nutrition program. It's titled the Expanded Food and Nutrition Education Program. It's a federal funded program that is offered in all 50 states by the Land-Grant University. And so what does your work entail? FNEP teaches people in the community how to save money when shopping, how to eat a more healthy, nutritious diet, how to incorporate physical activity into your lives. So those are the three major program areas that we focus on. It's great because the reason we're here today is to talk about Utah Healthy Family Meals Month, and it is once again officially so because, Rebecca, as you know, the governor has declared this September in 2022, and he's done this for several years along with previous governors, to declare September's Family Meals Month. And why is this so important? Well, we feel like family meals is really a substantial pillar of family life in America. And we've had documented, you know, researched things that show how important family meals are to not just the overall physical health of children and their families, but also mental health, academic health, all kinds of different things have been shown. So there's a lot of positive effects on social, emotional, and physical well-being of of families that actually eat together. It's truly amazing the broad array of benefits eating together as a family, such a simple thing as eating together as a family can bring to your family. You just rolled out several of them. It's amazing. Kids communicate better. You generally eat better as a family if you're eating together. There's so many things. So many things. You don't have to eat three meals a day together every day of the week. You know, just making it a plan to have breakfast together or to have dinner together. And I know it's hard, especially as your kids get older and move in different directions and everyone's going different ways. But if you make it a priority, it really can make a huge difference in your family's life. And all it really takes is about 15 to 20 minutes. That's what they say. The family dinner lasts only 15 to 20 minutes. So a very short amount of time, so beneficial. And it doesn't have to be that traditional meal. I think that's what Rebecca was getting at. It can look a lot of different ways, depending on what you're able to do in your home. Yeah, you can, like I said, um, breakfast, you know, breakfast is a meal that sometimes gets neglected because everyone's in a big rush. But if you make it a priority that everyone just sits down and has a, you know, a healthy breakfast, we like to throw that word healthy in because that makes all the difference in the world. In fact, we've actually tagged our Healthy Family Meals Month message onto one that was previously done um, just about Family Meals Month in general, but we feel the importance of the healthy aspect because we already know that people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables and what a great time to get in some good fruit, you know, especially this time of year. Breakfast is a nice time to have a big bowl of fruit. 
Yeah, it's no coincidence, I think, that we celebrate Family Meals Month in September. September, and you can really speak to this, Paula, but September is the time that we're starting to see most of the fruits of our labor. Sorry, I had to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've got all the fruit crop, we've got all the veggies coming in, the farmer's markets are going strong home gardens we're finally getting tomatoes that might be uh, you know my own preference but <laughs> nothing like a homegrown tomato right but this is the time of year isn't it paula absolutely and i think especially right now with food prices being so expensive it's great when you can buy local or when you can eat even so much better if you could go outside and just harvest it from your own garden i think it tastes so much better And I think it's really important when the kids get involved to help in that whole process from farm to fork, as we used to say. And then I think they understand the importance of where their meals come from and it can save a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, if you're growing your own veggies, especially when it seems like every time we walk into the grocery store these days, everything has gone up in price just since the last time you were there. And there is something very satisfying about growing veggies in your own garden. And kids, you mentioned this, there are studies that back this up, that when they're involved in growing those veggies from seed to maturity, they're far more likely to consume those vegetables that they had a hand in raising. Even if they've never tried them before, they're far more open to it. And they're going to be far more willing to consume that healthy meal than if you just grabbed it at the grocery store and brought it home. The home gardening is fantastic. It really is. You know, when we talk about growing our own food and then eating it, one of the things that they've shown as a benefit of family meals is kids developing high self-esteem. And how fun is it for them to grow their food, then to harvest it, then to prepare it, then to eat it with their family and maybe even research a recipe or even be in charge of the family meal. That really makes you feel good. And having that self-esteem is important. And it helps kids actually being in a family meal and having that time together with their siblings and their parents, or even if you have guests over, helps them actually achieve greater success in school, which I think is so interesting to correlate to having a family meal. And isn't it also true, Rebecca, that kids who are participating in family meals are less likely to get involved in illegal drugs and abuse of things that they shouldn't be? Right, because their parents are more involved in their lives and because they're actually having conversations and they're learning about what's going on and they hear maybe about their friends and they really build these stronger family ties. So they're more likely to go to their parents if there's any issues and they're less likely to go to their friends and to have those problems with things that sometimes happen with peers that aren't the best to hang out with. So we've got a situation where we're driving kids toward the good stuff and away from the bad stuff. Absolutely. This is a win-win for everybody. Right. And Paula, we probably also should mention that you don't have to get your veggies just from your home garden. We mentioned farmer's markets in passing. If you didn't grow your home garden this year, maybe that's a great goal for next year. But if you didn't, the farmer's markets are there and they're such a great thing. You can get all those fresh veggies. You're going to support your local farmers who are there selling the products they've worked hard to bring to market. It's good for the environment. I mean, we're not hauling vegetables halfway across the country to put in a grocery store shelf. I mean, the farmer's markets are also a win-win. 
Absolutely. And there are so many across our great state here. You'll find that there are multiple markets in every county across the state. Of course, eating more fruits and vegetables is very important. That is something that we are all striving to do. Make half your plate fruits and vegetables at each meal. That would also help with obesity, which is a major problem here in our country. So the more that you can add more fresh food to your plate, the better that is. Farmer's Market is also very good with physical activity. There you go. You get moving. And September also happens to be Child Obesity Month. So it all ties together, doesn't it? And I'll throw this plug in. If you didn't do a garden last year, do one next year because... Man, if you want a good tomato, that's how you get it. You don't have to have a great amount of space to do a garden. A couple of years ago, I did all container gardening in these little pots that I purchased. And I really had a great summer and fall with this project. It was really nice. So another way, you don't have to have a lot of land. And you feel much better about watering vegetables than you do grass. So right, it's another perk. But This is not the gardening show, even though it feels like we're going that way. But Rebecca, what would you suggest for families that seem to struggle with getting that family together and finding a way to make this happen? Well, make it a priority. And I know that sounds silly, but if everybody knows that at our house, we have dinner together and it doesn't matter if you're over at your friends, it doesn't even matter if you're doing something great, like, you know, doing homework together or studying we have dinner together. That's our priority. And so everyone comes home for dinner and that's our time to be together. And instilling this in your kids when they're young and having this habit with them can really help them develop lifelong healthier eating habits where they understand that it's important to eat meals at the same time every day. Like our body responds better when we're doing things at the same time. And when we establish these set habits. It also really helps, you know, Paula mentioned obesity. That is a huge problem. And just having everyone together to be able to talk about these things, sometimes obesity isn't always just from poor eating habits, although that's a big thing, but it also can be from that poor self-esteem and that creates this negative cycle. And if you continually bring your family together and build each other up around the dinner time table and talk to your teens. You know, maybe you can even have some questions that are asked, just some general kind of icebreaker type questions to find out what's going on, you know, with your kid's life. So you don't get the set answers like, how was your day? Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've all heard that, haven't we? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, Paula, let me ask you this. Are there services available with FNAP that can help families in this way? Absolutely. FNAP is a free program to anyone interested in receiving basic food and nutrition education. All you have to do is contact Utah State University, the extension offices. And there is one office in each county, and they will guide you to the FNAP program. You can also find us. We're on Facebook, and we also have a website that is utahfnap.org. Okay. And we will put these links in the show notes to make it easy for folks. So the bottom line here is if you've never cooked a meal in your life, if this is utterly new to you, FNAP will get you started. Absolutely. Love it. And we are able to uh, work with anyone across the whole state of Utah. If you're along the Wasatch Front, then we can work with you face-to-face 
but otherwise we can do some virtual lessons via Zoom. There's no reason not to do this. You guys are there ready and willing to help and you make it utterly possible. I love it. And I just want to say one thing. I don't want parents that aren't really great cooks or that feel like it's too hard or they don't have time to feel like they're missing out on the benefits of family meals. You actually can have a family meal together that you didn't cook yourself. Maybe you go and grab something or, you know, have it delivered to your home, but you're still having a family meal together and the benefits are still great. So don't feel guilted if things don't work exactly right. It's still just the bringing everyone together around the table and uh, hopefully making good food choices if you do choose to have it delivered or eat out. But coming together is that most important thing so that you can have your kids grow up to be socially, emotionally, and mentally and physically healthy. I love that point, Rebecca, because it doesn't have to be perfect the some way that you visualize from you know a 1950 sitcom right this can be whatever it looks like for your family and the bottom line is maybe it's not perfect the first time out or you know the first hundred times out it doesn't matter just do it and it will be it'll be perfect for your family and you'll get there whatever you want that to be and if you want to work into cooking your own meals you know you're not cook you can get there if you're bringing home dinner as long as you're eating it together, get there. Just make it healthy. This has been great to have you both here. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Rebecca, for being here today. And thank, thank you, Dave. <laughs> this has been great. I hope we can do this again next year. I love this topic. I love this time of year. And it's a lot of fun to chat with you ladies. So thanks for being here. And thanks for chatting with us today. And thank you for being here for this episode of A Way to Heal Utah. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.